It's time to go beyond the scores. Tell me a little bit about how your week went here at the Deutsche Bank Championship. And hear from the players themselves. You know, this is a game of confidence. Well, the first season was really tough. I can't believe the quality of the play that's going on over there. It's PGA one-on-one on Goldie Bounce Golf. Here's Liza Churchill. Nationwide Tour stop this week, the South Georgia Classic. We're talking to Nationwide Tour player Patrick Sheehan, calling in from the Kinderloo Forest Golf Club. Welcome, Patrick. How are you doing? Uh, really good. Thanks for taking time out this morning to call me. Oh, sure, anytime. Last week's Fresh Express Classic in California, uh, there was a fog delay, so the event was called at three rounds. Do you think things would have turned out different for you at TPC Stonebray had that not happened? You finished up tied for 30th. Yeah, I was playing pretty good the final day. Uh, I went off first. We changed all our tee times to get everybody around the golf course, and I was playing well. I think I'd got myself up to in the top 15 when they had to call the day because the fog came back and uh, just washed out the whole day. But uh, I was moving up, and I know some guys were moving down, and and I think uh, the guy who was leading was not leading when they called it. So you failed to make the cut in the first two events of your 2011 Nationwide Tour season, but you seem to be uh, finally hitting your stride. Yeah, I usually, um, I'm not a quick starter. Um, I I tend to start playing better uh, the more tournaments we go. Uh, we get into the season. Um, it's hard getting into a good rhythm early because our our schedule is so well, we're off for so much, and then we play a week or two, and then we're off again for a few weeks, and then we play again, and then we're off for another couple weeks. Uh, it's hard to get into a rhythm, and I've been doing this long enough to know that I need some time to get into a good rhythm and uh, get some momentum going. Uh, so this isn't an unusual start for me. It's just uh, something that I've kind of had to get used to. Well, in 2010, you had four top 10 finishes out there on the Nationwide. Yeah, I, I had a good second half of the season. Uh, again, I got off to a slow start last year um, and played very well the second half. Uh, when the bulk of the schedule, uh, the second half of the season, we have hardly any weeks off. And I struggled a little bit in the early parts of the year, but uh, I, I did play very well uh, in the second half, just uh, didn't play well enough to get high enough on the money list. 2008 and 2009, uh, those were pretty good years for you out on the PGA Tour. You had a couple top 10 and top 25 finishes. I had a good, really good year on tour in 2008. I mean, it was the highest the 125 has ever been, and I was close to it, just missed it. And then in 2009, I played half a season on tour and half a season on the Nationwide Tour and played well, just didn't play enough kind of, uh, really on each tour. Having that status of being able to play half the tour and half the nationwide is a hard thing to do because you're never playing enough on either tour to, uh, I mean, you really want your attentions on one tour, but if you're, if you're going to play the PGA tour, you really need an entire year and you need an entire year in the nationwide tour to, for that top 25, but it, it's a hard thing. It's a hard decision to make. Do I skip PGA Tour events to play nationwide events? And not many, I don't think I know anybody that's ever played, skipped tour events to play nationwide events. It's just a hard thing to skip. Right. It's a really hard dynamic. Uh, That's why I asked you about it. I was wondering how you handle that. What's your support system? I mean, my family's pretty much my only support system. You know, my wife is a a saint for putting up with uh, this kind of lifestyle. It's the ups are, are very good, and the downs are, are pretty bad, and she's a patient woman that has to put up with a lot. I mean, she's home for a couple of weeks now, and we have two daughters, and she, you know, later in the year, she's, I'm going to be on the road, uh, you know, three, four weeks at a clip, 
and she's home alone uh, doing everything she has to do. So it's hard on the wives, but uh, we, we've managed to do this for 11 years, and we've had some success, so it, it's been great. What do you think it is that's sort of keeping you in flux? Do you think it's just your process? My process, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm no longer. Uh, I'm, I'm considered to be one of the older guys now out here. But uh, my process hasn't really changed for a long time. You know, it, it's, uh, I, I've learned my process has changed a little bit as far as where I do my work, as far as my game. But uh, other than that, I mean, I'm still doing the same things I've always done. I, don't, I can't spend eight hours on the practice range anymore. Um, I try and just work on little things that I feel like I need to work on and just work on the things that, that are maybe not as sharp as they should be. But I also like to play a lot. Um, I play a lot of pro-ams just because I'd rather be playing than sitting on the range for hours. Um, that's the only thing that's really changed my process. My sessions on the range are shorter, and I play more. Now, Patrick, what's the favorite part of your job? Do you my have a favorite, favorite part? part? Yeah. Uh, you know what? Uh, there has to be something good that keeps you going. Doing this for a living is basically the best part. Um, I mean, I, I've had I've made so many friends over the years. I've been doing this for God, I don't know, 18 years, 17 years, and most of the guys I, I started with uh, for the first five or six years of trying to do this aren't playing anymore. Either you know, either they weren't playing well enough, or they just ran out of money. Um, they had to stop. And, and I've been able to do this for that long. That's the best part that I'm still doing it. It's a great job. It's it's a fun job, but it, but it's hard. But just just being where I am and still playing and still having a chance to get my tour card back is uh, is probably the best part. Your best PGA Tour finish was at the 2004 Valero Texas Open. Recently, uh, former Nationwide Tour Brendan Steele won that event. What did you think about that? I you know I got I had the chance to play with Brendan a few times last year. He's a really good guy. He's a really good player, and that's you know that's one thing that. I think a lot of people don't realize is that the nationwide tour, it's really not minor league. Uh, we, we've grown to a point where most of the guys on the nationwide tour have played the PGA tour. So it's more or less an extension of the bigger tour. It's just that there's not enough room for all the, the talent, uh, nowadays. It's just, uh, I mean, the, the competitiveness and the scores you have to shoot in the nationwide tour to stay competitive have, have gotten crazy good. And it's just, it's more of an extension, and the guys that come off the, off the nationwide tour and go to the tour, I mean, Brendan, he's won early in the year on the PGA Tour, and he, he basically had zero tour experience. It's just uh, these guys are, are, are very, very good. What would you attribute that trend to, um, you know, players starting when they're two or three years old or maybe some of the new technology? You're a Titleist staff member. Um, all this new technology is amazing. The, the, the technology is amazing, but the one thing I will say is that the, the designs and the courses that we're playing now have leveled off that field as far as, you know, like the course we're playing this week at Kinderloo is the longest golf course on any major tour in the world. It's, it's almost 7,800 yards. It's, it's scary long. And that's, you know, that's kind of leveled off the technology part of, of golf. But uh, I, I think the instruction out there just – um, we went through a spell when the, when the game grew quite a bit where there was so much out there and so much opportunity out there, and there still is, for, for kids to get very good very young. And uh, we're seeing college kids come out now that are just ready to play professionally. It's, uh, it's a combination of pretty much everything, but, uh, yeah, the talent pool is really deep right now. Uh, Patrick, tell me about this week's event in Valdosta, Georgia. 
No, the course is good. Uh, like I said, it's very long. Um, so if you're a if you're a very long hitter, uh, that's extremely helpful this week. Um, but you know these tournaments on on any tour really that you play in the world, it's going to come down to who's putting, uh, who's putting the best is going to be uh, you know in contention on Sunday. Um, like I said, these guys are so good, it, it, it basically comes down to putting pretty much every week. So the course is great. The greens are unbelievably good. Uh, the course is in unbelievable shape, and I think most guys love coming here. It's not a it's not a huge, crazy town with zillions of people. It's just a nice, small little town with a with a great community and, and a great golf course. And I think all the guys love coming here. When you were talking about putting, it uh, made me think of the whole issue last week on the PGA Tour about the belly putters. Have you ever um, used one? Uh, I've never used a belly putter. Um, of course, I've. I've you know, you spend the days on the putting greens practicing, and you you know you pick with guys who's using one. You pick it up and you hit a few, but I've never <laughs> spent any kind of time putting with one. Uh, I, I don't know. I it's just, and I'm not saying I may never. I'm just saying right now it's not for me. And certainly the longest, the long, long putters I I, I can't use. But uh, you know, putting is is a is a very individual part of the game. Um, I have a putter right now. It's made by Axis called an umbra putter and i'm the only one using it and guys look at it and they're like oh my god what are you using for a putter but uh it's it's very individual it's very feel oriented and it it, it's something that if i could go back 20 years at the start of my career i'd probably spend a lot more time doing that than i probably did you know it's it's the most important part of the game right now how did you come upon your putter that you have now uh a friend of mine I was playing the tournament in Hartford a few years ago, and a friend of mine that I grew up with knew a guy who was making this putter. He only has two models out right now. His name is Louis Pedraza, and uh, he won an award in the 2009 PGA Merchandise Show for the putter, and uh, he, he had a couple, and he handed me one. He says, give it a try and let me know what you think, and it was definitely different looking, and I, uh, I brought it. You know, I brought it home with me, and it kind of sat in the garage for a little while, and then one day I wasn't putting very well for a while, and I just took it out and started putting with it and liked it. And I actually played uh, the last three months of the tour in 08 with it. And now I'm using the newer model. But, uh, you know, it, it's it's a good putter. I, I like it a lot. And, uh, I like I said, putting is, is very individual. It depends on how everything looks to you. It depends how everything feels to you. And that's how you have to gauge, you know, the kind of putter you need is, is look and feel. So uh, this week at the event, you're going to be hanging with former Atlanta Braves pitcher John Smoltz. I haven't seen him play, but I saw him yesterday in the clubhouse. Everybody I've talked to or has been talking about it has said he's a really good player. So I hope he does great. It's good to have, you know, last week in, in San Francisco we had Jerry Rice playing, and this week we have John Smoltz. I think it's great for the tournaments, and it's good to see guys like that out here. If there was any advice that you could give John, what would it be? I don't know if, if I could. I mean, he's he's been, a, he's been an athlete that has – he was such a great pitcher for so long. Um, he has more probably pressure experience than, than any of the guys on the nationwide tour. So it's, it's hard to say that I could help him in any way as far as, you know, what he needs to do. I mean, he knows what it's like to perform in competition. So in that respect, no, I, I don't know if I would be any help to a guy like that who's, who's done what he's done. Patrick, thank you so much for taking time out to chat, and I wish you all the best this week in Georgia. Well, thanks a lot. You're listening to Goldie Bounce Golf Live on 95.9 WATD.